All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Welcome to the Box Score Breakdown, a football presentation brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Taste the Kona difference. If you're curious on what the Kona difference is, I would definitely recommend you going to HawaiianIsles.com. We can find so much about their delicious coffee and how you can get it into your cup as soon as possible. My name is Corbin Ford. Usually I'd be joined by Adrian Benjamins, but today I am riding it solo. And with an 11-game slate, we have no time to spare, so I'm going to get right to it. With the first game of the night, this being a recording on Monday, December 23rd, being the matchup between the Atlanta Hawks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Speaking of the Cavaliers, they made a trade um, today, last night, when you're hearing this, sending Jordan Clarkson to the Utah Jazz for Dante Exum and two future second-round draft picks. Uh, the breakdown there, I mean, Utah gets a, a good score, and Clarkson, who's had a, a pretty good year putting the ball in the basket. And in exchange, the 
Cavs get a nice young guard with some length and defensive versatility and two young, you know, two future draft picks to help with their rebuild process. So that's the quick breakdown there. But let's go down to the box score for Cleveland. Big night tonight for Colin Sexton, who had 25 points on 12 of 20 shooting from the field, one of two from three. Um, no, one of two from the free throw line went made took one three missed it. Uh, also had six rebounds and three assists in 35 minutes. So really aggressive offensively, uh, converting a lot of getting to the rim and some nice medium range jumpers. Good for him. Uh, starting alongside him in the backcourt was Darius Garland, uh, who in 26 minutes had 21 points, one rebound, one assist. Not too much aside from the scoring, but was nine of 14 from the field and three of five from three. So did knock down some shots there. Uh, just to round out the starting five, Chetty Osman in 33 minutes at 18 points, two rebounds, three assists, seven of 15 from the field, one of one from the free throw line, three of seven from three. Good to see him shooting some more threes and converting that. Kevin Love, who's been pretty strong as of late in 34 minutes at 20 points, eight rebounds, five assists. Really good for him. One steal in a block. 7-16 from the field, 3-3 three three from the free throw line, not the best night from 3, 3-10, three of 10, but I mean, you got some scoring, you definitely got some assists, so that's a nice surprise for Love to have that kind of volume. Tristan Thompson in 32 minutes had only 3 points, but did have 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, uh, wasn't really efficient from the field, 1-6 of six from the field, 1-2 from the free throw line, but was active on the boards, can't really ask for much more from Thompson, well, I mean, you could, but you got what you got. <laughs> Coming off the bench, really the main guy was Kevin Porter Jr. In 23 minutes, 15 points, 9 rebounds. He had an assist, 2 steals, 7 of 10 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. So he got some minutes out of him. Brandon Knight got 11 minutes. Didn't really do too much with that, but he got some point. Um, he got some time. Got a 3-pointer in there, so that's good. I mean, no one's really running him anyway in leagues. And aside from that, Matthew Delvadova with 8 points, uh, 3 rebounds and 4 assists in 18 minutes. 3-7 from the field, 2-2 two two from the free throw line, missed both his threes, but you got what you got from him. And John Henson in 18 minutes as well, 6 points, 4 rebounds, 2-2 uh, two of three, two of two from the free throw line. So not much there. This was actually a close game. Um, it actually came down to the wire. Trey Young, we're about to get to right now, didn't really have the best space in to get off a three to really tie the game, send to overtime. I don't know what play the Hawks are running, but they were very much congested on the right side of the wing. And I mean, he was basically competing with his own defender and room from the screen that he got to even get a shot off, which missed and secured the Cavs victory. But in that losing effort, Trey Young in 36 minutes had 30 points. Six rebounds, 11 assists, four steals, 9 of 21 from the field, 7 of 9 from the free throw line, 5 of 14 from three. He's really been balling as of late, just pouring on the points. Sucks the team success isn't there yet, but I mean, with the volume and relative efficiency that he's getting these points up, that is great to see. Kevin Herter in 31 minutes had 19 points, two rebounds, two assists, three steals, 7 of 12 from the field. 5 of 7 from 3, 71%. So really good to see him get some shots up in there. And, you know, pretty decent numbers um, alongside the scoring. Uh, Bruno Fernando um, in 10 minutes, just kind of the honorary start, really. Two points, two rebounds, two assists. So you got that uh, triple-double, <laughs> right? Nope, okay. One of two from the field, and that's really it for him. DeAndre Hunter in 39 minutes, heavy load for him. 23 points, three rebounds, one assist. 10 of 19 from the field, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, did not have the greatest night from 3, going 1 for 7. But you know that he'll get those shots up. And John Collins in his first game back 
in a minute now. I mean, he's had a suspension for 25 games for that, uh, you know, drug violation. Had 34 minutes, 27 points, and 10 rebounds. So a massive double-double to go along with two steals and two blocks. 12 of 20 from the field, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, and 2 of 5 from 3. Didn't get to line at all, really, aside from that one free throw. So that's kind of shocking, given the way he played. But he was converting at a high rate, 60% from the field, 40% from 3. In his first game back, that's awesome. Off the bench, not really much to write. Uh, Jabari Parker, 15 minutes, had 7 points, 3 of 6 from the field, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, missed both his threes. Alex Len had six minutes of mostly nothing, uh, two rebounds and one assist. Cam Reddish, 23 minutes, had seven points, one rebound, three assists, uh, a steal and a block as well. Two of seven from the field, two of two from the free throw line, one of two from three. Uh, DeAndre Bembry in 19 minutes had five rebounds and two assists. And Vince Carter in 15 minutes had three points and five rebounds to go along with an assist as well. Uh, and that's really it for the Hawks. So good, good win for the Cavs. We'll see how they continue to take form with um, Dante Exum and kind of really starting the the not only the trade deadline with the trading in earnest, but also you know offloading some of their expiring veteran contracts for younger players to continue that rebuild. And you know fantasy wise, it's going to be interesting to monitor how those players who may have been getting heavy minutes for Cleveland will adjust in more contender type roles, where those minutes and roles will most likely be reduced. All right, so we're going to go to the next game, which is the Philadelphia 76ers as they clashed against the Detroit Pistons. 76ers got the edge 125-109. to And we're going to start with the winners here. Uh, on Philadelphia's side, Tobias Harris really was the big guy here for them. 35 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 assists. Scoring-wise, I'm saying he was the big guy because another guy we're going to have to go to in a minute who really uh, packed that box score. Anyway, Harris had 14-21 of 21 from the field. 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 4 of 7 from 3. Really was pouring it on. Good to see him so aggressive offensively, leading the way there. Al Horford in 30 minutes, 9 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 of 7 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. Joel Embiid, who was questionable with the illness, actually played, started uh, 27 minutes, uh, pretty did pretty decent stat line, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 3 blocks, 7 9 from the field, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 1 of 1 from 3. So, basically, 77% from the field, 83% from the free throw line, 100% from 3. You can't beat that. Kind of a mini flu game there for Embiid. So, really good to see that. Josh Richardson, in 33 minutes, I mean, with all these points going across the starting five, someone had to let go just a little bit, and it was Richardson. 9 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. So, he definitely got a little bit of everything in these categories. 4 of 11 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, Took four threes, missed every one, but you kind of like what you got there. The big star of the show, though, was Ben Simmons. Wow. In 37 minutes, triple-double. Mesterana got it. 16 points, 13 rebounds, 17 assists. 8 of 14 from the field. We know he didn't shoot a three, the coward. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, aside from that, really efficient. Didn't get to the free throw line either, but... I mean, if you are carrying him, oh my goodness, you got a little bit of everything tonight, and you got it in spades. Off the bench, James Ennis, 24 minutes, had 6.7 rebounds and 2 assists. 2 of 7 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. Max Scott, 7 points in 17 minutes to go along with the rebound, 3 of 6 from the field. Uh, Furkan Kortsmaz had 21 points in 21 minutes, so really getting those points up. 4 rebounds, 3 steals, no assists, 9 of 16 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. 
And honestly, that's really it for the 76ers. Their starting five really led the way. You had four players in double figures. Uh, obviously, Tobias Harrison, 35. Uh, two players in with 20 points in Embiid and Korkmaz. And then you had Simmons, who just kind of led the way on all categories. For Detroit, first off, I'd like to say it's been really rough seeing Blake Griffin play. He's obviously laboring through something. I heard on Twitter there were some fans booing him. I think that's ridiculous that he's trying to play through whatever's ailing him, the knee, whatever it may be. And he's just not effective, unfortunately. And, you know, for someone who played so well for Detroit, really dragged him to the playoffs last year, it's unfortunate to see where he's playing right now. But hopefully he can get some time, some rest, something where he can get back to playing to some semblance of the Blake of old. That was not the case tonight, as in 27 minutes, he went off for 8 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 of 14 from the field, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, took 6 threes, missed everyone. Really sad to see that, but, you know, we can only hope he can bounce back. I'm definitely not carrying Griffin, and notice, I have not really been giving too much of the fantasy advice because uh, I'm in several different leagues right now, and <laughs> it has been quite the experience, but... Hopefully the numbers are helping break it down here. Um, Tony Snell in 31 minutes had eight points, two rebounds, three of six from the field, two of four from three. Uh, Thon Maker in nine minutes, again, the honorary start at center, four points, three rebounds, one of four from the field, two of two from the free throw line, oh, two from three. Uh, Schema Kuliak, I keep messing up that name. He started 32 minutes, 13 points, Two rebounds, four assists, four of seven from the field, one of two from the free throw line, four of five from three. Really converting from deep for them. And Tim Frazier, who got the start, 22 minutes, seven points, one rebound, five assists, three of five from the field, one of two from three. Not really getting a lot of volume or shots from Frazier, but you will get some decent assists as you had tonight. Coming off the bench, Langston Galloway in 31 minutes had six points, one rebound, four assists, one steal. 2-8 from the field, 1-1 from the free throw line, 1-3 of three from 3. Really kind of the headliner off the bench was Andre Drummond, and that was kind of shocking. But 32 minutes, 27 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 13 of 16 from the field, 1-2 of two from the free throw line. And, I mean, well-rounded game for him. Definitely like to see him racking up those points. Uh, Derrick Rose in 25 minutes had 16 points, 3 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, 7 of 14 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 0 of 4 from 3. Not really having the greatest, you know, season shooting from 3, but he's back to Derrick Rose of old, um, at least being more efficient, coming off the bench and really leading the way there. And then Marquise Morris in 22 minutes, 11 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 4 of 5 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 2 of 3 from 3. And that will close out Detroit. And that's another team that's interesting to monitor. As we get close to the trade deadline, I mean, still, you know, February, but something to look at because they have a lot of pieces that could be movers and shakers as far as making moves because let's face it, 11 and 20, the Pistons are mired in mediocrity right now. And, you know, there's really no saying where they're going to go, but uh, I don't think it can go much up from where they are right now. All right. So now we're going to get to a game that I watched quite a bit of and was very exciting. It was the Raptors versus the Pacers. Pacers pulled this one out 120-115. It went into overtime. Uh, and that was good. Uh, the Pacers had a hugely, I think they're up by 15. The Raptors, as they have continued to do, went to a very interesting defense. In this case, just the 2-3 zone. Really stymied the Pacers, took them out of their rhythm, allowed the Raptors um, to claw back along some clutch shot making to really make a game out of it. Went to overtime on a Kyle Lowry deep three that just missed. Uh, you know, it wasn't the best shot selection in my opinion, but you know, when you're at a tight game, you can take that shot. Unfortunately, the Pacers were able to regroup 
find the rhythm and pull out the game. So we're going to start with Toronto. Going to start with Kyle Lowry, who led scores for Toronto in 43 massive minutes. 30 points, 6 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, 10 of 21 from the field, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 5 of 12 from 3. Uh, he's been smoking. He had that huge night a couple nights ago in that comeback where he hit 8 threes. Now he's putting up these points. Mad efficient. You know, really great to see him play alongside Fred Van Vliet, who in 41 minutes, I'm telling you, uh, Raptors only played, what, 10 guys tonight. So it wasn't that a lot of people, but they're going to ride that backcourt down. So if you're worried about them getting any minutes, do not, because they will get all the minutes they can handle. Van Vliet had 21 points, 2 rebounds, and 11 assists. Uh, 8 of 15, eight of 18 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. Did not have the greatest night from 3, and by saying that, I mean he shot 12%, 1 of 8 from 3. Took a lot of tough, contested threes uh the one i actually saw him make was a tough contested three uh really just a face up with the guy on his face you know just rising fire which was cool but i didn't know he was one for eight so yikes uh speaking of heavy minutes we're gonna go to another 40 point guy here serge abaca 40 point 40 minute guy who in 41 minutes and 41 seconds had 23 points nine rebounds two assists one block 11 of 21 from the field one of three from three OJ Anobi in 42 minutes had 15 points and 12 rebounds to go along with two steals and a block. So we stopped together at double-double. 6 of 13 from the field, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3. Uh, aside from the three-point numbers, which aren't great, you kind of like everything else he's giving you there. And Pat McCall, who in 20 minutes didn't really give you a whole lot. 5 points, 2 rebounds, 2 of 5 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Off the bench... Great little stat stuffer here for Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who was also just shy of 40 minutes playing 37 with 8 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists, 3 blocks, 2 or 3 from the field, 4 or 6 from the free throw line. Great energy throughout. Kind of like what he's given Toronto. Really helped them, especially on the defensive end, claw back in there. Uh, Chris Bousset uh, had 5 points and 6 rebounds to go along with 2 blocks, 1 of 3 from the field, uh, three or four from the free throw line. Really like that kid and the way he's been playing, just knocking down shots and being active on the defensive end, really making a difference there for Toronto. Uh, and then Terrence Davis in 19 minutes, eight points, three rebounds, two assists, three and nine from the field, two and seven from three. Uh, in both threes he made, we're in a back-to-back sequence to really give the Raptors a, a lead late in the third quarter and kind of cement their status of being back in this ball game. So that was cool. Um, you know, we'll get some shots up. Not really the most efficient as of yet, but, you know, I think it'll come. Definitely like that kid. On Indiana side, going to start with Miles Turner. 36 minutes, had 24 points and 7 rebounds, 1 assist, uh, 9 of 12 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line. But get this. He shot six threes, and he made five of them. So he was definitely stretching the floor for Indiana. Uh, playing alongside and complimenting him well was uh, DeMontis Sabonis, who in 40 minutes had 12 points and 17 rebounds to go along with three assists, five of 14 from the field, two of seven from the free throw line. Uh, you know, pretty solid double, especially playing through uh, what was a knee injury that might have held him out. So the fact that he was able to continue to persevere and, and contribute in that sense is great. Uh, TJ Warren in 41 minutes had 24 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 10 of 19 from the field, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, 2 of 7 from 3. You know, honestly, Warren is back to his career average around a um, 3-point line with those numbers. You know, he shot 28% tonight. He's kind of in that 20 to 30% really for the season. 
I think you would kind of, you know, see him just staying there. But he's contributing other ways. I especially like the eight rebounds and six assists. And watching this game, the way he was playmaking in spots and really getting others involved and not just converting shots as he is wont to do. Jeremy Lamb in 36 minutes, 12 points, three rebounds, four assists, four nine from the field, two of two from the free throw line, two of four from three. Aaron Holiday, who had a really big game for Indiana, 30 minutes, had a double-double with 19 points and 10 assists to go along with one rebound, one steal, and one block. Shot 7 of 16 from the field, 5 of 10 from three. Really paced the Pacers in this comeback uh, to hold on to win. Off the bench, not really too much to speak of, but uh, TJ McCollum had 12 points, two rebounds, and four assists in 23 minutes. 5 of 9 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Took two threes, didn't make any of them. And then you had Doug McDermott in 23 minutes, eight points, two rebounds, three assists, one steal, two of seven from the field, two of two from the free throw line, two of seven from three. So I'll close out that contest there. Moving on to this third game, which was, or actually we're on our fourth now, we're really mowing through it, the Washington Wizards and the New York Knicks. I do not blame you if you did not catch this game. Uh, you have the 9-20 and 20 Wizards and the 7-24 and 24 Knicks. They aren't exactly setting the NBA world on fire. However, they did have the game. There's a box score, so we got to break it down. Going to start with Washington. Ish Smith in 25 minutes at 17 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. 8-14 from the field, 0-2 from the free throw line, 1-2 from 3. You had Bradley Beal, main man really for uh, Washington, Try to put on a show in the guard and really racked up some points. In 36 minutes, had 30 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 13 of 38 from the field. So 34%, not great. He was definitely getting shots up, I will tell you that much. 2 of 4 from the free throw line, kind of surprising. Even more surprising, 2 of 11 from 3. So really not the most efficient night. He got his points, but you have to shudder looking at how he got them. Jan Mahimi in 28 minutes, had 8 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 1 of 5 from the field, 6 of 11 from the free throw line. So definitely was getting to the line and converted. Okay, 54%. Can't really blame that. Admiral Schofield in 18 minutes had 3 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, a block, 1 of 3 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. And then Isaac Banga in 11 minutes had 4 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Shout out to another uh, former Laker. As a Lakers fan, I'm obliged to, to, you know, shout that out when I see it. Off the bench, Troy Brown Jr. Really put up the points. 32 minutes, had 26 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, and a block. 9 of 15 from the field, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 2 of 4 from 3. Uh, Gary Payton, the second. Another uh, former Laker. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 6 steals, 4 of 8 from the field, one of two from the free throw line, one of one from three. Really came out of nowhere, um, but that is quite a performance for him. I am definitely going to butcher the name, but I'm going to do the best I can. Anzitz Pashniks. I think I said that pretty good considering. Uh, since I'm already pronouncing his name, let's get to what he did. In 19 minutes, had 14 points, three rebounds, six to seven from the field, two of four from the free throw line. Really good for him. And honestly, that's really it for Washington. And they got the win. So you got to be happy about that. And at the Garden, you know, it's always great to win at the Garden. And guess what? Teams that play the Knicks do a lot of that this season. (laughs) Anyways, speaking of the Knicks, we're going to go down and start with Alfred Payton, 
who in 30 minutes had 5.7 rebounds, 12 assists, a steal, and a block. 2 of 8 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. I mean, he got you a lot of assists, and I continue to um, think that he'll do that. Points-wise, yikes. Rebounds, that's good to see. R.J. Barrett really coming together this season, putting together a, a solid rookie season. 35 minutes, had 18 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. 8 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. So, pretty good for him. Mitchell Robertson in 22 minutes had 6 points, 13 rebounds. 3 of 6 from the field, really active on the glass. That's all there is to write on that. Julius Randle really led the way for New York in 37 minutes, 35 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, a block, 11 of 21 from the field, 9 of 9 from the free throw line, and 4 of 8 from 3. So, he was really putting together at all three levels, from the field, from the line, and from 3. Really good to see him do that. Did not get as many rebounds as you would hope. But you know what? When you get 35 points to go along with some steals and at least one block, that is great for Julius Randle. Kevin Knox, 26 minutes, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 of 8 from the field, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 1 of 4 from 3. Not super great. Coming off the bench, Bobby Portis in 22 minutes had 8 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 of 10 from the field, went to the free throw line for 1, missed it, took through 2 threes, missed both of those, so... You know, you kind of got what you got from him. Damian Dotson in 27 minutes had 19 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 7 of 13 from the field, 0 of 2 from the free throw line, 5 of 10 from 3. Definitely got up. I mean, 5 out of the Knicks' 15 three-pointers made of the night is pretty darn good. Him and Randall pretty much combined for 9 of those. So, you can look to them for the majority of the three-point numbers for New York. And honestly, that's about it. Dennis Smith Jr., 6 minutes, really did nothing. Alonzo Trier, 19 minutes, 11 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 5 of 7 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. And then just because I like Frank Nilekina, I will point out that in 10 minutes, he had 5 points, 1 rebound, and 3 assists as well. 2 of 4 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. But it does look like he is at least mostly out of the rotation with Alonzo Trier getting some minutes, uh, especially going alongside um, the guards that was already playing with Dennis Smith Jr. and Alfred Payton as well. All right, so we go to our next game. Chicago Bulls played the Orlando Magic, and the Bulls went down 103 to 95. Magic getting the win. We're gonna start with the losers and get them going and out of the way so we can get to the Magic. Uh, Tomas Tatarowski in 33 minutes had 20 points, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, eight of 12 from the field, four of five from three. Definitely good to see him knocking down that shot. Alongside him in the backcourt was Zach Levine, who in 38 minutes had 26 points to lead the Bulls, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, did not have the most efficient numbers from the field or from 3, shooting 30% from the field on 8 of 26 shooting, 23% from 3 on 3 of 13 shooting, but he went to the line and made 7 of 7, so there is that silver lining. Wendell Carter Jr. in 27 minutes had 6 points, 10 rebounds, 3 of 8 from the field, 0 1 from 3. And that is it for him. Larry Markkinen in just under 30 minutes had 10 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. 4 of 11 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3. He's been troubling to me from what I've seen, especially in a game like this where, you know, aside from uh, Sadoransky, there wasn't really a lot of official shooting going on. So you would have thought that he definitely could have taken more shots. He definitely played a lot of minutes for the starting five and, you know, didn't really convert too much or take too many. So uh, take that as you will, but not really too encouraging for Markkinen. Chris Dunn also played, got the start small forward in 31 minutes, had 8 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists to go along with 3 steals and a block, 
three of six from the field, one of two from the free throw line, one of three from three. Kobe White off the bench, 19 minutes, had nine points, two rebounds, one assist. One of uh, four of nine from the field, one of two from three. Thaddeus Young, in 22 minutes, had seven points, seven rebounds, four assists, one steal. A little bit of everything there for him. Two of seven from the field, two of two from the free throw line, one of two from three. Uh, and aside from that, Daniel Galford had five points in 14 minutes to go along with two rebounds and one assist. Uh, one of two from the free throw line, two of two from the field, didn't take a three. And then uh, Ryan Archidiacono had 16 minutes, four points, five rebounds, one assist, one of three from the field, one of two from the free throw line, and one of one from three. And that is the run of the Bulls. For the Magic, Markel Fultz in 26 minutes had 13.6 rebounds, four assists, one block, six of 11 from the field, one of three from three, did not get to the line, but you got to like the stat line that he put up. A little bit of a weird one for Evan Fournier. 31 minutes had 8 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 of 5 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, took 2 threes, missed them both. That was really it for him. Nikola Vucevic in 31 minutes had 21 points to go along with 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 9 of 17 from the field, 1 of 5 from the free throw line. Wow, very interesting there. But 2 of 3 from 3. Definitely watch that free throw line number, but aside from that, you know, it could just be off night. The always inconsistent but talent-wise tantalizing Aaron Gordon in 31 minutes had 16 points and 11 rebounds, double-double for him to go along with four assists, six of 14 from the field, three of six from the free throw line, one of three from three. Solid game from him. I mean, honestly, you don't know what you're getting from Gordon from night to night. He'll have some really good solid numbers and then he'll disappear for three or four games on horrendous shooting percentages and then he'll come back and give you a pretty decent night like tonight. So, uh, fancy advice. Wow, if you got him, and I have in a few weeks, so <laughs> fun times for sure. Jonathan Isaac, the defensive terror, the stat stuffer. Uh, thirteen points, nine rebounds, five assists, four steals, three blocks. Oh my goodness! In thirty-three minutes, five of eight from the field, three of four from the free throw line. Took one three, missed it. But you gotta love literally everything else he brings to the table. A little bit of everything, and, and, and decent volume as well. I love this kid. I'm really excited to see, you know, his potential there. And I really like that the Magic are starting to focus their their efforts on developing that potential because he has a lot. He reminds me of almost like an Andre Karolinko and the ability to put up many different, like, five, 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 like, many different stats um, in, in pretty good volume. Coming off the bench, leading the way for the Magic in scoring, Terrence Ross. 31 minutes, 26 points, 4 rebounds. Didn't get an assist because he was putting those shots up. 8 of 17 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 6 of 13 from 3. DJ Augustine really didn't bring too much in 21 minutes. 2 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 of 3 from the field. And that was it. Didn't take a 3, didn't take a free throw. That was it. And Mobamba, who was really the last guy off the bench for the Magic, in 16 minutes, 4 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 of 3 from the field, 0 of 1 from 3. And that is it for the Orlando Magic and that breakdown there. Now we're going to go down to the Utah Jazz. We already talked about them acquiring Jordan Clarkson to kind of spruce up that bench, which has not been great on an offensive level at all. And they came to play the Miami Heat and they went down 107-104. We're going to break that down right now, but just felt like going from the Jazz end on why they need some bench scoring because it has been just 
kind of horrific to watch, quite frankly, uh, the drop-off. And yes, they've had injuries, but you'll see when I get to the bench. Starting with the start of the backcourt, though, for uh, Utah, Donovan Mitchell, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals. That's great, right? What's not great is the shooting percentages, <laughs> which were <laughs> decidedly not great. 5 of 18 from the field, that is 27% for those math heads out there. 2 of 4 from the free throw line, that is 50%. Uh, for a guy who's a pretty solid free throw shooter. And then uh, get this, 16%, one of six from three for Donovan Mitchell. So not the greatest night at all. Uh, also, just game-wise, not even looking at the numbers, Tyler Hero cooked him on three straight possessions to really kind of seal the deal for Miami. Donovan Mitchell, to his credit, owned that, said he has to do better, play a little hard on that end and really limit that. But he got straight up cooked. There's no other explanation for that. So uh, just not a great night for Mitchell altogether. Starting alongside him, though, who had a great night, was Joe Ingles, who in 37 minutes had 27 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 9 of 16 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, but this was the big one, 58% from 3 on 7 of 12 shooting. He was getting them up, he was knocking them down. Really good to see that from him. Uh, Rudy Gobert slapped up a double-double, in 36 minutes had 18 points and 20 rebounds, 9 of 11 from the field, so wasn't missing much, went to the free throw line for one free throw, missed that, but you gotta love everything else he's bringing to the table there. I also didn't mention the five blocks, which were huge um, on that end, really being a terror there, several times on switches, the guards thought they could take it to the lane and get their way, and Rudy Gay, uh, Rudy Gay, <laughs> Rudy Gobert made them pay. I was really working for that rhyme there. You could see so much so I forgot who I was talking about. Royce O'Neal, 35 minutes, had 5 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 of 7 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3. You know, he's not really brought there for the shooting too much. It's the defensive stats. Aside from the one block, he didn't really get much of that tonight. Uh, but he got like 5 points and 6 rebounds, I would suppose. Uh, Bojan Bajanovic, uh, 29 minutes, 19 points. Four rebounds, three assists, four of 14 from the field. Yikes. Two of seven from three, 28%. Yikes. But nine of 10 from the free throw line. So he was getting to the line. He converted that to 90%. But as far as not, you know, everything not at the free throw line, uh, another 28% from both the field and three. Him and Donovan Mitchell did not have the greatest nights. All right, speaking of the bench, we were talking about benching them and uh, how Jordan Clarkson might spruce them up. The reason we did bring that up is because. Aside from Emmanuel Moutier, you didn't really get too much there. Moutier in 22 minutes had 12 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 of 8 from the field. Solid, right? Not bad at all. Uh, George Yang in 9 minutes had 3 points and 1 rebound, 1 of 7 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. And then Jeff Green, who actually was waived by the Magic, or not by the Magic, waived by the Jazz after this, had 7 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists, 3 of 8 from the field, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, 0 of 2 from three it'll be interesting to see where he turns up i'm sure some team will pick him up uh he really just kind of got squeezed out with some minutes that the jazz want to give to niang and others and you know you have ed davis back and healthy and jeff green at this stage is really good it's like a stretch four can even play five in spots you know it worked out while it worked out but it was time for a move and that's what the jazz did uh speaking of that we do have one more play to run through with uh the jazz ed davis not really much to add 11 minutes Five rebounds, uh, took a shot, missed it, and that's all they wrote on that one. For Miami, <clears throat> we'll start with uh, Bam Adebayo, who, wow, he has been playing really, really well this year. Aside from Devontae Graham, he would have my vote as most improved player this year. 18 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. He's been racking that up, 
really making some great passes, and it's really cool to see that. To go along with three steals and three blocks. So a little bit of everything there from that power forward center position for him. 5-14 from the field, not super great. 8-10 from the free throw line, didn't take a three. Uh, but you know what? With those other numbers, you have to love it. Uh, you, you just can't really find anything wrong with that. Myers Leonard in 21 minutes, 11 points, 10 rebounds, 4 of 5 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 1 of 1 from 3. Duncan Robinson in 20 minutes had 5 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 of 3 from the from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 1 of 3 from 3. Not really his night, but that's fine. You had uh, Adebayo do some work. You also had Jimmy Butler chip in with 20 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists to go on with 2 steals in 34 minutes. 7 of 15 from the field, 6 of 7 from 3. 0 of 1 from the 3-point line, but really putting some work there. Kendrick Nunn in 29 minutes had 10 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 of 15 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. Not his finest hour, but Goran Dragic coming off the bench just under 30 minutes. Good to have him back. 15 points and 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. Didn't really have the greatest shooting night from the field, 5 of 16. But he also went to the line once, 2 of 2 from the free throw lines, 3 of 6 from 3. He's working his way back. I'm sure he'll find his rhythm. He was really playing very well before he got injured. So we'll see how long it takes him to find his groove. Tyler Hero, in 27 minutes, had 17 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 7 of 13 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. in 31 minutes had 8 points, 6 rebounds, 2 of 6 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, took 3 threes, missed every one, but, you know, 8 and 6. That's that's what I look at. Points and rebounds, okay? Points and rebounds. <laughs> uh, aside from that, Kelly Olenek off the bench, just under 8 minutes, had 3 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist. Not much there to write. He did knock down a 3, but that will conclude the coverage of the Miami Heat. Uh, they have been rolling this year, I have to say. They have surprised uh, definitely surpassed my expectations, but they have also surprised. Uh, speaking of surprising, the San Antonio Spurs slapped up 145 points tonight. That is that is wild. Uh, they also won by 30 as they beat the Grizzlies 145 to 115. So let's start over on the San Antonio side and see where all these points came from. First off, uh, we could just start with 40 of them off the top, which came from LaMarcus Aldridge, which, wow. 40 points in 31 minutes. 17 of 25 from the field. He also had nine rebounds, five assists, three blocks, three of four from the free throw line, three of five from three, cooking everywhere, red hot. I mean, 40 points. You got to love that. I don't see similar explosions, you know, coming up too much more often, but I mean, he took advantage of his matchup and he took it the fullest advantage on that. DeMar DeRozan bounced back 28 minutes, 26 points, three rebounds, 10 assists. Three steals, 10 of 11 from the field, 6 of 6 from the free throw line. And yeah, he didn't take a three or make one because you got to take him to make him. But you know what? Very efficient. And the assist he's getting is really good. Uh, as a whole, the Spurs slapped up 36 assists. So a lot of ball movement together. But really good to see DeMar DeRozan take that um, and really rack up the team leading assist there. Trey Lyles in 25 minutes, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. 7 of 9 from the field, 1 block, 3 of 4 from 3. Really good to see that. DeJounte Murray in 28 minutes had 14 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 7 of 10 from the field. And Bryn Forbes uh, starting alongside him in 24 minutes had 9 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 of 4 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. So all of his shots were threes and he converted them to the clip of 75%. So very, very good to see that. 
Derek White. Just under 20 minutes, had 7 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 3 of 4 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3. Patty Mills in exactly 18 minutes gave you 8 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 3 of 7 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. Marco Bellinelli in 20 minutes had 10 points and 2 rebounds, 4 of 7 from the field. Uh, 0 of 2 from the free throw line, interesting, but 2 of 3 from 3. And then Rudy Gay. Had 19 minutes, 6 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 of 6 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 1 of 2 from 3. On the Memphis side, start with Jay Crowder, kind of get him out the way real quick. Just under 30 minutes, had 4 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, He only had 4 points, but it wasn't for lack of trying. 1 of 9 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3. Yikes. Uh, 11% from the field, 16% from three is not something you want to write home or really write anywhere. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. in 31 minutes had 22 points, two rebounds, two assists, 8 of 14 from the field, uh, 0 of 4 from the free throw line, but 6 of 9 from three. So, you know, give it, then you take it away. You know, give you some threes, and uh, he didn't give you anything at the line, but take that. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas in 24 minutes had a double-double with 18 points and 12 rebounds to go along with three assists on 8 of 13 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. You know, even took a 3. He missed it, but he took it. Dylan Brooks in 25 minutes had 14 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 5 of 11 from the field, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 1 of 3 from 3. Jean Morant in 30 minutes had 19 points, 3 of four, three rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 7 of 14 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3, 1 of 3 from the 3-point line. Coming off the bench, early two guys to make note of. Brandon Clark in 21 minutes had 10 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 5 and 9 from the field, 0 of 1 from 3. And then uh, Trey Jones uh, had 17 in 17 minutes had 11 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 of 5 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. And I said Trey Jones, I meaning Tyus Jones. I am coming down, guys, with some sickness here. I'm off my game, but we are going to power through it moving on to the very next game here on our 11 game slate we had the new orleans pelican no we're going to actually go to with the phoenix suns denver nuggets one of the more exciting games here on the docket uh basically the nuggets pulled this one out on a game saving block by jeremy grant on devin booker to secure the win but this one was back and forth from beginning to end with some really clutch shots in the final minute uh, Jamal Murray hit a clutch three. Devin Booker answered with uh, a clutch three of his own. Then Jamal Murray hit a tough step back two. And then finally, um, literally on the last position of the game, you had Devin Booker curl into the corner for a three-point shot. Jeremy Grant, who was a last-minute substitution in uh, just for defensive purposes, slid in and was really one of the only people I could see on that Denver squad that would have been able to rise up as high as he did to block that shot by Booker cleanly. You know, that would have been a dramatic win for the Suns. Instead, it turns to a seven straight victory for the Denver Nuggets. Speaking of the Nuggets, Jamal Murray led the way in 35 minutes at 28 points, three rebounds, seven assists, two steals, 12 of 19 from the field, four of eight from three. Ladies and gentlemen, this dude was red hot tonight. Gary Harris in 35 minutes had nine points, two assists, two steals, four of six from the field, one of two from three. Didn't do much, but what he did was very good. Nikola Jokic messed around, also got that triple-double, second of the night tonight so far. 22 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, 1 steal, 6 of 13 from the field, 6 of 6 from the free throw line, great volume from 3. He took 7, he converted 4, so really good to see that. 
Paul Millsap in 28 minutes had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 4 of 7 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 0 of 2 from 3. Saw both those threes. They weren't exactly great looks, so not really too much reading to that. Will Barton in 34 minutes had 13 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, a little bit of everything. 6 of 11 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. <clears throat> Excuse me, Michael Porter Jr. in 6 minutes had 3 points. One on one from the field. Uh, guess what? It was a three pointer. So there we go. There, uh, Jeremy Grant, kind of the hero of the night, really kind of saving that game with that block in just under twenty minutes. Had eleven points and one rebound, three of six from the field, four of seven from the free throw line, one of two from three. Miles Plumley in seventeen minutes had two points, seven rebounds, three assists. Uh, you know, great energy as always. Not really too much more to add for him. Monte Morris, coming off the bench, had the most productive night, I want to say. Uh, actually, I guess we're giving that to Grant. I just said he was the hero. But in 12 minutes, Morris had eight points, one assist, one steal, three of six from the field, two of two from three. And then Malik Beasley, in 20 minutes, had seven points, one rebound, one assist, one steal, three of seven from the field, one of two from three. For Phoenix. Going to start with Ricky Rubio, who was hot tonight in ways that I haven't seen. We're talking heat check shots that, I mean, Ricky Rubio, heat checks? Okay, I mean, let's go. He had 21 points in 34 minutes, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, 9 of 12 from the field, like I said, red hot, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, 2 of 4 from 3. Hit some tough runners, some fadeaways. He was taking some shots, and he was really converting for them. Really was the the leader um, offensively for the Suns, who, aside from him, had uh, some uneven performances. We're going to start with Devin Booker on the uneven side. 34 minutes, 11 points, 3, three rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 3 of 12 from the field. Another yikes. 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 1 of 6 from 3. That's 16%. Not great, y'all. <clears throat> Aaron Baines, in just under 30 minutes, had 11 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 of 11 from the field, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, took 1-3, missed 1-3. That was his stat line. Dario Saric, in 16 minutes, had 13 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 of 11 from the field, 0-1 from the free throw line, 1 of 4 from 3. Then we had Kelly Oubre, who, you know, second on scoring, but yikes on the shooting percentages as well. 14 points. Three rebounds, three assists, two steals, five of 16 from the field for 31%, three of three from the free throw line, one of eight for three from three, that is 12%. Not very good for him. Frank Kaminsky in 18 minutes, Frank the Tank, 13 points, three rebounds, four of six from the field, three of four from the free throw line, two of three from three. Cam Johnson, the rook, in 18 minutes had 11.7 rebounds and one assist. To go along, uh, 3 of 6 from the field, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, 3 of 5 from 3. Hit a couple of big ones in this one. Mikael Bridges in 28 minutes had 12 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 3 steals, 5 of 9 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. Really decent night for him. You cannot complain with the numbers. Uh, Javon Carter in 14 minutes had 5 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 of 2 from the free throw from the field, uh, 1 of 1 from 3. Didn't get to the free throw line. And then Ty Jerome played five minutes, but did not do really much with any of that. And that was really that for the Suns and Nuggets. Going down to the Pelicans versus the Blazers. Pelicans pulled this one out, 102-94, to as the Blazers really just couldn't find 
the bucket just in general, but especially from three where they went and <laughs> get this because it's kind of scary, folks. Four of 29 from three. Yikes. I've said it a couple times. You've had some ugly scoring performances here uh, t- tonight. But uh, as a team, 4 of 29, that's 13%. And they were not shy about hoisting them up, but they did not find the basket at all. We're going to start with one of the more egregious stat lines as far as scoring is concerned. And that would be one Damian Lillard. In 36 minutes, 18 points. Great, right? Three rebounds, seven assists, two steals. Six of 21 from the field. We have another 28% dude out here. Six of six from the free throw line. He took 10 threes. He missed all 10. That is not great. Uh, And some of those watching this game as well were contested. Others just didn't go down, and that happens. But, I mean, that's a pretty dreadful performance. I think we can all agree on that. Starting alongside him in the backcourt was CJ McCollum, who in 38 minutes had 20 points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal. Was slightly better than Lillard. Uh, I mean, but Lillard was really bad from the field, so that's not really saying a whole lot. 40% from the field for McCollum, 9 of 22. Uh, didn't get to the free throw line at all. Took 10 threes, made two of them. So again, this was really not the greatest performance for Portland when you're starting backcourt combines to shoot two for 20 from three. I don't think you're necessarily heading for a win. Just, just my thoughts on that. Hassan Whiteside, though, he played and he was very engaged. I was surprised to see. 32 minutes, 11 points, 16 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 4 blocks. You can't get a read on this guy, I tell you. 5 of 10 from the field, 1 of 2 from the free throw line. Monster game for him. Carmelo Anthony, who was also pretty efficient. In 37 minutes, he was kind of questionable with a knee injury, but he had 23 points and 9 rebounds to go along with 2 assists, 1 steal. 9 of 17 from the field. 4-4 from the free throw line. He kind of fell in with the rest of the Blazers not being able to find that range from three. But he made one. One of four for 25%. Not great, but he's been really, really solid. I'm surprised. I, I was all for that Mellow Redemption Tour. So I'm not at all sorry to say that. But really good to see that. <clears throat> Kent Bazemore, he played 31 minutes. Did not do a whole lot with that. Three points, one rebound, one assist. One of three from the, free, from the field. Uh, one of two from three. Did not go to the free throw line at all. Come off the bench, not too much there. Uh, Scala BCA had eight points, five rebounds, one assist, four or seven from the field. Anthony Simons had eight points and six rebounds, two or six from the field, four or four from the free throw line. And then Gary Trent Jr. in 16 minutes had two points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. And that really is it. Going on to the Pelican side. Brandon Ingram led the way for them with 19 points and 11 rebounds alongside 5 assists and 2 steals. 6-18 from the field, 5-5 five five from the free throw line, 2-5 from 3. Derek Favors, another double-double to go alongside Ingram. In 30 minutes, had 12 points and 13 rebounds to go along with 3 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. 6-10 from the field, 0-2 from the free throw line. No 3s, nothing to add there. Lonzo Ball, 17 minutes at 7 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, got the start of small forward, had a monster putback slam, 3-9 from the field, 1-2 of two from 3. Honestly, it's just good to see him get some points, rebounds, and assists. 7-7-4 seven, seven, and four is not horrible, uh, especially for Ball. I mean, you're not really expecting high volume in any of that, and that's when he's playing and not down with injury. So that's encouraging to see. J.J. Redick. Lighting the Nets on fire. What else is new? 16 points in 24 minutes. Two rebounds. One assist. 5 of 10 from the field. 3 of 4 from 3. 3 of 6 
no, three of four from the free throw line, three of six from three. Drew Holiday, who led the Pelicans in scoring in 37 minutes, had 21 points, six rebounds, five assists, one steal, seven of 21 from the field, so not super duper great, 33%. 3-3 from the free throw line, 4 of 11 from 3. Definitely played some tough defense. You have to attribute some of the Trailblazers miscues from the field and from 3 to some tough defense from Drew Holiday and the Pelicans. Coming off the bench, really not a whole lot to report, so we're going to run through this super quick. Etwan Moore in 24 minutes had 13 points, 3 rebounds and 3 assists, 5 of 10 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. His shot looks good. He has been sizzling as of late. Um, aside from that, Jackson Hayes. Four points, four rebounds, one assist, two of four from the field, one sick reverse slam off of an alley-oop. That was nice to see. And the Josh Hart, in 17 minutes, had three points, three rebounds, and one assist. One of five from the field, one of four from three. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so we are narrowing down here. We have two more games left on the docket, and we're going to go with the Houston Rockets and the Sacramento Kings. Rockets won this one 113-104 to 104 as Harden and Westbrook combined for 62 points. Let's kind of get down to the breakdown as to how they got their points here. We will start with the Houston Rockets. I'm actually going to start with Russell Westbrook, who, you know, started off really slow, was not finding any range from three, you know, was just having a pretty bad, you know, slump to start the year. And the talk already was about Westbrook and Harden fitting in all of that. That seems like such ancient history. Uh, just over the past two weeks, two, three weeks, he's been, as he said, healthy and back, and that is great to see. In 40 minutes, Westbrook had 28 points, seven rebounds, six assists, one steal, 10 of 22 from the field, five of six from the free throw line, three of four from three. He was cooking, and it is really good to see him play alongside Harden and have that fire in ISO. I saw in an article, I really like that uh, that tag team there. Uh, play together and play well. Uh, complimenting Westbrook, I should say, uh, was James Harden who had 34 points, led the Rockets there, what else is new, 5 rebounds and 5 assists to go along with 2 steals, 1 block, 10 of 19 from the field, 10 of 12 from the free throw line, 4 of 11 from 3. So, get this, Westbrook shot 45% from the field, 83% from the free throw line, 75% from 3. Harden shot 52% from the field, 83% from the free throw line, and 36% from 3. That's still very good, efficient numbers for your two high-volume scores to lead the way. And you just love to see it. You do. Unless you're not a Rockets fan or someone who likes Westbrook or Harden. Clint Capella. Another double-double alert. I think that's our fourth one. In 40 minutes. 15 points. 14 rebounds. 2 assists. 6 of 13 from the field. 3 of 3 from the free throw line. P.J. Tucker. 5 points. 10 rebounds. He's really been racking up the rebounds the last 8 or 9 games or so. 4 assists. 3 steals. 2 of 6 from the field. 1 of 4 from 3. You know what he gives you defensively. Didn't get any blocks, but really good to see those steals and those rebounds. Daniel House in 32 minutes had 14 points, two rebounds, five of ten from the field, four of eight from three. Gary Clark nine minutes had two points, one of three from the field. Uh, ben McLemore in 23 minutes had eight points, one rebound, two of nine from the field, two of two from the free throw line, two of seven from three. And then Austin Rivers in 16 minutes had seven points, three of five from the field. One of three from three. So, short rotation for Houston. But, you know, you had your two big dogs lead the way in Harden and Westbrook. And they did. Did it well. And that is how Houston secured the victory. On the Sacramento side. 
Harrison Barnes in 30 minutes did not have a really super duper game. Nine points, four rebounds, one assist, three of 10 from the field, 30%. Yikes, three of three from the free throw line, 0 of four from three. Marvin Bagley had 11 points and six rebounds in 23 minutes, took along with one block, five of 11 from the field, one of one from the free throw line. He took a three, he missed a three. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, everyone's darling if you really like uh, good basketball from the center position. I've loved Holmes since he was in Phoenix. In 30 minutes, had a double-double. That's number five. 12 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, two steals, five of eight from the field, two of two from the free throw line. Really solid play by him. Buddy Hill did not have a great night in 27 minutes, had 10 points, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists, 3 of 12 from the field, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 1 of 8 from 3. That is 12% for those math heads out there. Yet again, not a great night volume shooting from 3. Darren Fox to finish the starting 5 in 35 minutes at 31 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 13 of 21 from the field, 4 of 9 from the free throw line, and 1 of 4 from 3. Nemanja Bielitsa in 29 minutes had 10 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks. Really good to see that. 4 of 11 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. Trevor Ariza in 34 minutes had 12 points and 6 rebounds to go along with 2 assists, 1 steal, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 2 of 5 from 3. And lastly, rounding out the Kings, Corey Joseph in 28 minutes, 9 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 of 6 from the field, 0 of 2 from the free throw line, and 1 of 2 from 3. For the Kings, good to see De'Aaron Fox get back, kind of get his legs underneath him, finish with some explosive finishes, 31 points, you cannot sneeze at that. Uh, it's just good to have him back. And the Kings, 12 and 18, you know, they can still make some noise. I know when De'Aaron Fox first went down, I was definitely like, oh my gosh, they're out. But, uh, you know, for the Kings fans, the real ones out there, Way to support your team. That's all I got to say there. <laughs> Last game of the night, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. Not exactly clash of the Titans with the Timberwolves now 10-19 and the Warriors 7-24. But there is a reason why the Warriors have seven wins now. Because they won tonight, beating the Timberwolves 113-104. to How'd they do it? Let's break down the box score one last time for Golden State. They were led by D'Angelo Russell, who had 30 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists in 33 minutes, 8 of 18 from the field, 9 of 10 from the free throw line, 5 of 11 from 3. Damian Lee in 28 minutes, chipped in with 14 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 4 of 9 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 2 of 5 from 3. Willie Cauley-Stein in 30 minutes had 12 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, Three blocks. A little bit of everything. Gotta like it. 6-8 from the field for him. Draymond Green in 32 minutes had 9 points. But 14 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block. So, got a little bit of everything. A good Draymond Green game. Good classic vintage game for him. Yes, I'm starting to use classic and vintage when describing Draymond Green. But such is the year of the Golden State Warriors. 2-5 from the field. 5-5 from the free throw line. 0-3 from 3. Alec Burks, who was second on scoring for the Warriors, had 25 points in 34 minutes, two rebounds, eight assists, three steals, one block, eight of 13 from the field, six of six from the free throw line, three of six from three. Coming off the bench, not a whole lot. Eric Pascal in 15 minutes had eight points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, two, 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 one block, three of six from the field, 0 of three from the free throw line, two of two from three. Uh, Marquise Chris in 11 minutes had six points, 11 rebounds, 
three of seven from the field. And then that was really it for the Golden State Warriors. For the Minnesota Timberwolves, who were playing without Carl Anthony Towns, who, again, is injured, just that knee injury that's lingering. Don't know when he'll be back. Um, leading the way for the Timberwolves is Andrew Wiggins, who in 36 minutes had 22 points, seven rebounds, and two assists. But he shot horrible from the field, 10 of 27. That's 37%. One of two from the free throw line, so he wasn't into the line. So the classic Andrew Wiggins three-pointer and uh, mid-range heavy diet and more mid-range than three points, even though he did get eight three-pointers up. Unfortunately, he only made one of those for 12% from three, so really not the great night for him. Gorgie Jang in 29 minutes had 11 points and eight rebounds, one assist, three steals, one block, four eight from the field, two of two from the free throw line, one of three from three. Robert Covington in 12 minutes had four points and four rebounds, one of three from the field, two of two from the free throw line, missed both his threes. Speaking of another guy who took two threes and missed them both, Josh Koji, who in 14 minutes, two points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. Uh, I guess you could say a little bit of everything, emphasis on little. Uh, 07 from, th- from the field, two of two from the free throw line, and that was it. And then Jarek Hover, uh, just to round out the starting five in 13 minutes, had two rebounds <laughs> and a block, but that's it. So, uh, yeah, not the greatest night for the Timberwolves starting five. Come off the bench, not too much more exciting. Jeff Teague played well, 12 points, one rebound, four assists, three of five from the field, five of seven from the free throw line, one of three from three in 19 minutes. Noah Vonley got eight rebounds in 16 minutes. Uh, he also had an assist and a steal. And two points. So you had that. Uh, Katie Bates Diop had 10 points and one rebound in 14 minutes. Three or four from the field. Three or four from the free throw line. One of two from three. Good to see that. Jordan McCaughlin, uh, who, yeah, I'm really just finding this guy out for the first time. I saw him in a game, I want to say, two nights ago, but who really cares? Um, 22 minutes, had 19 points, two rebounds, four assists, three steals, seven of 13 from the field, two of two from the free throw line, and three of six from three. You cannot hate those numbers coming off the bench. You cannot. Uh, also starting was, um, jo- oh, is it Noel? Let me pronounce this correct here. Jalen Noel, who had, coming off the bench, uh, guys, that will actually do it. We survived. Thanks for hanging with me uh, as I kind of blunder my way here through the box score breakdown. But uh, I do not envy the task of the great guys we have here at Hoopball who have been able to ride solo and ride successfully. It is uh, it is something different and it's something to be said for the quality and engaging way in which they do that. I hope I was able to replicate at least a reasonable facsimile of that. Um, if not, I can promise that I will get better and work on that more. Um, but you know what? It's great to have partners. And I miss my man Adrian. I hope he's doing well. And I hope you guys are having a great day. Whenever you listen to this. Definitely take care. Again, this is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Taste the Kona difference. HawaiianIsles.com uh, Again, this is Corbin Ford signing off. Thank you for listening to the Hoopball Box Score Breakdown. See you later.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.